Hey, this is Ryan Tucker, and welcome to the weekly podcast, The Unchangeable Truth. We just sit down with Pastor Stephen as he discusses his sermon from Highland Park Baptist Church, and we are honored and thankful that you've decided to listen. And we ask you to go ahead and, and click that subscribe button, click that like or the follow button. And then again, we are honored and thankful that you've decided to listen. So keep listening as Pastor Stephen discusses his weekly sermon. Well, welcome back to the podcast with Pastor Stephen, the Unchangeable Truth Podcast. And this week we are looking at Romans chapter 9, verses 1 through 3. And the title is, Where's the Burden? And before we even get started, uh, Pastor Stephen, you, you, you laid out how the sermon was going to go in your first few comments because you made this statement that, you know, pastors are here to comfort the afflicted, but also to afflict the comfortable. And you, you laid it out saying, Hey, uh, I'm about to make you uncomfortable. So you're the comfortable one. So you kind of know where we're going. And you're just talking about Paul and his desire to make much of Jesus, his desire to uh, tell people about who Jesus is so they have this life with Christ, so they have eternal life, talking about the cross, talking about the gospel, talking about what Jesus did for us, and then laying it out for us out of Romans chapter 9 and talking about our burden. And the first point that you have is, are you truly concerned for people without Christ? Um, again, just asking for us if we have this burden. Uh, why Why is this such a big deal? And why did you get so passionate about this? Because you were, you, were, you were on it yesterday. Yeah, I felt like I was on fire. Yeah. Because uh, of the, uh, uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys that just walks out there. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not gifted or talented enough to do it. Where I just walk out there and open up the Bible and just yeah. talk for 45 minutes. Right. So uh, I spend a, a great deal of time in study, yeah, and uh, preparation and prayer before Sunday. And this is just, you know, you. Yeah. Every every now and then, not 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 every Sunday. Even though I take seriously the responsibility oh, sure. when it comes to preaching God's yeah. word every Sunday, but every now and then you get you get you get a sermon that's just in your bones. Yeah. And uh, it's been. Um, it's been wearing me out. To that Sunday could not get here quick enough. Yeah, I had yeah. to have some relief. Yeah. I normally on Saturday evening will um, I will uh, kind of quarantine myself mm-hmm. in a room of my house. I don't I don't sleep in you know in in my bedroom with my wife on Saturday night uh, about nine o'clock. Uh, I'm 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 locked down and um, and so all night long I I study sermon preach it and. Uh, you know, make some changes, little yeah. notes, all that kind of stuff, and I'll sleep, sleep. You know, a couple of hours, then I wake up and start start doing it again. And uh, I didn't do that this Saturday night. Uh, my wife thought she's like, "What is wrong?" Right. Um, and I just, matter of fact, I went to sleep early. Yeah. Uh, Nine o'clock in my own bed, and um, anyway. The reality is, I did not. <laughs> it was. It was. I'm, yeah. I'm just like, man. I got to get some relief. I got to have a yeah. little bit, you know, uh, yeah. of rest here because it's just been eating at me, eating at me. Uh, the fact that, and 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 I, you know, I point the finger at myself, even though I brought it to the, brought it to the church and leadership yesterday. Uh, but I pointed at myself. Yeah. And we, we, we allow things that are that that are good 
in this world, but we allow those things to crowd out the most important thing, which is being a uh, um, being a vessel to to deliver the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ. And you know how many lost opportunities have we had? And I don't even like to use the word opportunity because there are a lot of people that are like, you know, just praying to God for an opportunity. And I'm like. Well, why don't you go ahead and create an opportunity? Right. It's there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's already given you the right. opportunity. You're there, there, there. Go ahead and I mean, you know, not 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 rude. You don't you don't take delight in the fact that hey, I'm going to tell these people how they're headed to hell. Something's wrong with your heart if you approach it that way. But as Paul has said, I, man, I, it, it's continually with me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm grieving all the time over the fact that there are people in my life that um, they're not saved. And uh, this burden to me, it, it's so heavy on him, and um, and it's been it's been really weighing me down. And what's so crazy about all this, Ryan, is uh, people would say, looking at numbers, yeah. that we're one of the churches getting it right, right. that we are highly evangelistic right. in our pursuits. Which, hey, I mean, I thank God for those folks that we, you know, He allows us to to be the. Uh, to be the mission piece to lead them to him uh but it also it it kind of breaks my heart to think we we're one of the best yeah we're we're one of the best yeah uh you know and to think um i think in the average baptist church it's it uh like 60 people if you look at uh if you look at attendance versus people who publicly profess Christ as savior Maybe sixty. Don't hold me to this if you're listening, because I, I, somebody praying on the podcast is like, I'll pull it up right here. Yeah. Um, Let me send him an email. That's right. Sixty, sixty or so attendees yeah. to lead one person to Christ. Wow. And then and then you look at us, and yeah. um, you know, for us, it's around ten. And you're like, um, man, that's awesome. Uh, no, because it, it should be around one. Right. Or half, right? <laughs> you well, know? And, and being on staff with you and, you know, being in a room with you other than the, the pulpit and seeing the way that you lead us, like, I, you are, I mean, for the listeners, like, you need to know, like, you, he's very passionate about the gospel. And you've, you challenge us, and because you and I have had this conversation about, you know, hey, if, because we were talking about baptism uh, for this year, looking at the goals and looking at our dreams on how, how we wanted to fulfill that and how we're going to get there. And you're like, man, if, if the staff alone, mm-hmm. if the staff alone would just, you know, share the gospel with four people and we were able to see them baptized, like we would even exceed our numbers just off of staff alone. And so, sure. Uh, it's a, so it, it is a part of your DNA. It's a part of who you are. It's it man, it, it's great leadership. For well, it's great it, challenge. Yeah. And, and I don't, it, I don't even – it's not where it needs to be with me. And, uh, you know, my, my prayer is yeah. increase that burden. Yeah. Seriously, God, don't don't let it just be a, hey, yeah, I'm all for soul winning. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm going to I'm gonna challenge the people that work for me to win souls. No, no. And yeah. if I uh, – you know, hey, if if an opportunity comes along, then I'll, I'll, I'll haul off and share yeah. Jesus. Or, or I can even <laughs> approach it as – yeah. I can't even approach it as well. You know, I, I preach and every Sunday, and you know, uh, I'm doing a couple it. thousand folks, yeah. and you know, and then the TV ministry, and then uh, I mean, even this podcast and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, but man, you know, Paul had great influence, yeah. but Paul's sitting there and he he's talking about people 
that were affiliated with him. Yeah. And 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 he's even talking about folks that have rejected him because yeah. he was saved. Yeah. And uh, you know, to think that man, I, I I'll forfeit my own salvation, but you know, and there there are always folks that bring objections to the highly passionate evangelist. And they will say, oh, you're trying to manufacture something. You know, we can't get anyone saved. If they're going to be saved, it's going to be a work of God. Yeah. And I'm like, well, 100%. Yeah. God is the one who does the salvation, no doubt whatsoever. But he has chosen. We see it all throughout Scripture. He has chosen to get the gospel message out through yeah, us. Absolutely. Through us. And I usually find those who make that argument with, you know, hey, God's the one that saves, so he'll do it when he's good and ready to do it, and he doesn't need me. Right. They're usually not sharing faith right. is what the right. deal is. Right. It's what they're, they're trying to come up with an excuse to be lazy. Um, and, and so are you truly concerned about people without Christ? You know, I wasn't even asking the question, are you sharing your faith? Yeah. I wouldn't even ask that. I was just, are you really burdened about yeah, it? Yeah, because it's a deeper issue than Does just, it really yeah. bother you? That there are people that are dying and going to hell. When I think one of the the neat correlations that maybe sometimes we overlook is it's Paul was dealing with highly religious people, and you know they were looking at, hey, let me. I checked off my list. I looked the right way. I've said the right things. I've eaten the right stuff. Like, but even in today's culture, I think we still deal with that that religious thought like hey i'm going to church i mean i went wednesday and sunday i even went sunday night to a small group like and but it's it's more than just the being religious and i i think we deal with that highly religious thought all the time so how as a pastor how how do you address that and i think you did it and so maybe i'm just asking a question that's already been answered but how do you address that on a weekly basis this this thought of man i'm i'm, I'm doing it i'm coming to church i'm I'm fulfilling what I'm supposed to do. Well, the gospel should not be an afterthought when it comes to the sermon. Yeah. Uh, The gospel is to be, okay, that's the meat, and then then everything else is going to build off of that. And so, um, to to me, if we're constantly keeping the gospel before the folks, uh, hopefully, hopefully, they're they're gravitating to that. Hey, wow, it's... it's kind of interesting, you know. No matter where this guy starts, he always ends up talking about Jesus. <laughs> right, right. And you, right. and you know, really, you you want to say, hey, what a great, what a what a model there for a daily conversation. Yeah. That no matter where you start, yeah. go ahead and gravitate towards Jesus in that conversation. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing the number of people that uh, that probably would respond to the good news of Christ if we would just be faithful to share it. Yeah. Um, and so I would I would also say live it, yeah, live it right, yeah. uh, uh, model it before your people, and and hear me, man, I get I get caught up in the the everydayness of life on a regular regular basis, and so uh, you know, as I said in the sermon, my my prayer is, oh God, yeah, in, increase this burden in my heart over lost people, unlike it's ever been before. Yeah, uh, because you know time's fleeting, um, and it is—it's uh, only what you've done uh, in terms of the gospel and the terms of Christ that will outlast your physical life. But are you truly concerned about people without Christ? You know, one of the things Paul Paul Paul's kind of knocking on himself a little bit, but yeah. you know he always does that. He'll he'll kind of he'll kind of jab himself, and then he'll sucker punch everybody else. <laughs> right. uh, but you know he's saying, "Hey, I'm not lying to you." My conscience is bearing witness here. 
Uh, and it just called, caused me to ask the question, well, what kind of witness will my conscience bear? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I'm really, really, I'm broken over people without Jesus. And my conscience saying, really? Yeah. Really? Because I've not witnessed that. Now, mm. What is that burden yeah. for, for lost people in your life? Yeah, and that um, came across like that. That came across yesterday in the sermon that you were n- not just pointing the finger at people listening to you. It was a really big deal for you, and and you even said it like I'm taking ownership because I'm preaching this to myself. Um, so I, it came across. I want you to know that like it came across that it was not just uh, pointing the finger. Well, and Ryan, I would say this. Uh, you know, maybe for for somebody who might be listening or whatever, and they're like, "Boy, I really." Uh, I really want to have a concern yeah. for, for lost people. Uh, I would I would say this: somebody that's listening that says, "Yes, I am a follower of Jesus Christ," and it really doesn't bother me that people without Him are headed to hell. Um, I, I would, if I were them, I would really have to examine whether yeah. I'm truly in Christ or not. Yeah, because to me, that's a byproduct of being in Christ. Now, naturally. Uh, that can be a heavier burden for some than others in different seasons of life. So I would say those that are listening and you're like, hey, I, I truly know that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And I do. I'm, I'm concerned for lost people, but I want I want that to be intensified. I want I want the, those to be the glasses that I put on in the morning when I wake up. So yeah. throughout the day, I'm, I'm understanding that where I work is not just so I can bring money home and provide for my family. But where I work, that is a that is a mission field. They got us placed me there to yeah. make much of Jesus. Um, you know, my kid playing little league baseball and you know going to the going to the games and it's it's not just I go to the games because I like little league baseball or I like to I like to uh, support my kid or there are other people there that I like to hang out with and have fun with. But but again, I approach it as wow, God has placed me right here because there are people that are lost without yeah. Christ, and so <clears throat> may 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 every conversation I have and and you know you don't have to. You don't have to hit them over your head with a, you know, your fifty-pound KJV Bible, and and I mean and that's kind of unfair. I mean, there are there are fifty-pound ESV Bibles, and I've never seen a fifty-pound NIV or, or message. Message is usually a pamphlet. Yeah. Um, but the uh, yeah, uh, we have this idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just going to slap them over the head. You know, hey, hey, you know, you're headed to hell. What do you think yeah. about that? Well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What do they think about that? They're probably going to start sitting somewhere different than the stands. Yeah. But no, just through everyday life. Yeah. You know, hey, man, today's been a good day. God has taught me some neat things. Can, you, can I share with you what God's taught me today? Or can, hey, can I can I share with you uh, the greatest thing that ever happened in my life? Or I'll tell you a great question. Have you ever think about spiritual things? Yeah. Um, and and you know, well, and and the conversation is really quite easy. You know, once you start to know people and you have a simple conversation about their life and you start take take the focus off of you for a little bit and really focus on them like it's amazing how quick they'll talk to you like it's amazing how fast they'll listen to you and then that just opens the door so yeah man people are willing to have some sort of conversation with you that will you know if we're intentional about it will lead into a spiritual conversation it can lead into the gospel very easily well and and i would say to our listeners uh they have greater opportunity than 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 i do yeah and and then you do ryan right uh you know people know that i'm a pastor and right. you know they see me on tv and they see all this kind of stuff so 
So they're going to be ready, right, to give me the answer. And we, you know, where we are in, in, in the Panhandle of Florida yeah. is, uh, it's not like South Florida, man. We yeah. are, we are Southern Alabama. We are yeah. truly in. I don't want to call. It, I never call it the Bible Belt. We are in the Church Belt. Not a lot of Bible going on, yeah. but a whole lot of church going on. And so the uh, and so people people kind of have they know right. they know the answer to give. And so uh, to our to to our listeners, um, man, you're the, you're the satisfied customer. Yeah. You know, I'm the used car salesman. Right. And 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 and, and you're the satisfied customer. Well, we were and and this plays out because we were talking to one of our first responder guys, you know. I mean, this this wildfire's happening all over the panhandle here and there's a lot of people in the area, but um we're seeing a lot of first responders that have a knowledge about our church have been in our church and like one of the first things he said to you was hey man i'm sorry i haven't been to church in a couple months you know ever since the hurricane we've just kind of gotten out of this routine but i'm coming back like he was he was ready for that response to whenever he met with you like i I just thought it was comical but yeah i've i've i don't please hear me listeners i'm not saying they're not out there okay i'm saying i have never had a had had a single follower of Christ say to me, "Man, I'm so upset that I shared the gospel." Yeah, right. Oh, I can't. Oh, I wish I had not talked about Jesus. But I'm going to tell you the countless number of conversations. Oh, why did I not share Christ? Yeah. Oh, why not? Why did I not share sooner? Or uh, I don't know about you guys, but you know there, there there are opportunities that I've had where I didn't take advantage of the opportunity to share Christ, and then I never had that opportunity yeah. again. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all, all of your points were surrounded around this burden. You know, uh, are we truly concerned for people without Christ? Is your heart burdened for lost people? You talk Is about it broken, broken. Sorry, yeah, broken for lost people, and a broken heart. Yeah. And, and you know we and we were talking about Jesus uh and uh him looking over Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives and he and he just wept and uh uh another example is the the weeping prophet Jeremiah yeah you know here's this dude and he's going around you know judgment's coming ju- nobody would listen to him yeah nobody he's like Noah with the exception of he didn't have any clothes on right <laughs> how miserable would that be yeah. And they and they still they still didn't listen to him. And uh and he would weep, the weeping prophet, over the brokenness and the disobedience uh and the carnality of the people. Yeah. Yeah. And you you make this statement under your third point, and your third point was are you continually grieving for them? Talking about this continual grief. And you even made the statement, like I I can't I can't forget about what Christ has done for me, and I can't forget about the fact that I've got to tell people about who Jesus is. Um, but I, I like what you said. You said, you know, you were talking about people that are always having these these spiritual conversations, always having these uh, theological com- conversations. But you said theology is null and void if it doesn't change the way we live. We must continue to share the gospel or the it, the other option to that is just having this apathy and you know i, I just thought that was a, a pretty neat statement that if theology is null and void if it doesn't change the way we we carry that out absolutely and, and, and i would even say this first of all it can be debated whether it is true theology if it's not if it's not changing the way we live but 
show me theology that has not that does not affect a burden for the lost then i will show you what will become arrogance which will then lead to apathy um because of uh uh you know theological truth uh, was never intended to exalt us it was always intended to exalt christ and so when i exalt christ and i humble myself then all of a sudden i'm like my goodness what he has done for me i want everyone to know i want everyone to hear because as we've already said uh, he he could just wave his hand all right everybody's saved uh or he could be like you know he could do like some of my friends say you know that he you know before we're created he has already predetermined some for heaven and some some for hell. I can't. I can't resolve that when I look at Scripture as a whole. So how do I resolve the whole, the whole intent of God? It's this: He's chosen to get the gospel out through His people, right? And so the the the, the danger with theology and, and hey, I love sitting around talking doctrine and all that kind of stuff in the proper context. I can promise you this: people I run into out at the ballpark. Their greatest need is not to understand theology. Right, right. Their greatest need is to have their sins forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when, when, when I allow any kind, of, any kind of mindset, any kind of study to take precedence over the evangelism of the lost, then I mean, that's just a, that's a dangerous place. And I would say it's a sad place. Um, and uh, I, I would say anybody listening, they really need to ask themselves the question: What what is my motivation? Yeah. What what when I do what I do, or where I spend most of my time, or or whatever? And, we, and you know, it could be a situation. These are people who genuinely love the Lord. They're just enthralled with Bible study. There's this romantic idea that usually happens when people are in their twenties. Um, before before they're married and start having kids and and all that kind of stuff to where they're like, hey, let's just meet every night and let's just let's discuss the deeper tenets of Scripture, and that's awesome. That's great. Uh, very few people in life have uh, have the time to be able to meet every night and discuss right. the deeper tenets of Scripture. So then it is a you know, um, what happens is they will there will be a disconnect when real life starts taking place and there's very little study going on. Right. And there's very living, very little living out of the gospel. And so what I have to do is within the context of life, that's the reason why the scripture says, Hey, uh, and I'm paraphrasing it here. Don't be so heavenly focused that you're of no earthly good. Mm, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, are you uh, continually grieving for them? And uh, that, 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 uh, bodily sob going that was you know racking Christ when he looked over yeah. uh, the city of Jerusalem and and this is the Son of Man this is the one that would lay down his life and oh God burden us even as much if not greater and in that you know again just talking about uh, the fact that man it, it is our job to man it's, it's our job to to tell people because you even said like if if we don't then then who's going to tell people about jesus and you said it's not about ability it's about the motivation so again that goes back to where's the burden where is are we broken for the people do we have a concern for them and then your last your last point uh 
man, again, just kind of following Paul's example is will you sacrifice for others to be saved? And you just kind of went into how Paul was willing. He made this statement, which it's hard to wrap my brain around the statement that Paul made saying, I'm willing to give up my salvation that somebody else would would have theirs. Like that that's a that's a radical thought. Um Well and that and that just shows you yeah. uh how emotional he was. Because I promise you, <laughs> yeah, Paul understands yeah. security of the believer. <laughs> you know, it's 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 the Pauline works that we grab a hold of and like, see, 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 we're in Christ. We don't <laughs> right. have to worry. Hey, right. absolutely he knew that. Yeah. His heart was taking over. And he was just he was sharing this is how intense the burden is. And, you know, this is the guy as well over at 2 Corinthians 12 who who had a vision of the third heaven. He he saw heaven. Yeah. We 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 have not we can't even fathom what he saw because uh, he tells us, you know, I, I was forbidden to write of it. Um, and, uh, you know, I even made the comment, well, why would God forbid him to write of it? And, yeah. you know, so I, yeah. who knows? Who knows? But, you know, in my mind, I'm like, God's saying, no, what you have seen is so glorious. You yeah. cannot tell them about it. Because they think you're a weirdo. Well, no. I, my thought was they'll all say, oh, God, we just want to die. We're, oh, we're going to sit here. That. We're going to wait to die. Yeah. We don't worry about you living. Said that. You said that. Um, but the, uh, uh, you know, John did the best he could uh, to try to describe <laughs> what he saw. And, yeah. and, you know, even then he was like, I don't I don't. <laughs> They're going to think I'm tripping on something, you know, writing this. Uh, but again, you know, earthly body trying to understand heaven. But Paul Paul says, the guy again, the guy who saw the third heaven. I understand now why he's like, I'm kind of in a fix between the two, a straight between the two. Yeah. I'd like to stay here, yeah. do some work, more work for the Lord, but I'd kind of like to go on to heaven. <laughs> well, yeah, because he saw what it was really like, but... Hey, I, I'll forfeit that if it means these mm. people, if these people could be saved, I would sacrifice myself. That's a bold statement. That is yeah. a bold statement. You know, and I, I, uh, I think I think I would for my wife and kids. Mm. Uh, I think I would. O- outside of that spectrum, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But even then, when it came down to it, you know, okay, you're willing to sacrifice all eternity. Yeah, for for someone else to be saved, um, well, you know, we we know we can't do that anyway, but just that that attitude. I want that attitude. Yeah, I want that attitude. So so basically, see, we'll sit here and here's what we'll say: Hey, I'll evangelize as long as it doesn't cost me anything. Mm. I'll share my faith as long as it doesn't get me dirty. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, evangelism's dirty. It is evangelism. It cost. Uh, I mean, it's it's amazing how we have so culturalized Christianity in America that we have made it into a fast food restaurant mm. to where it is all about you know what do you want now? How much of this would you like? I'll take a little bit of that and a little bit of this yeah. and um, oh yeah yeah we're here to make you feel good. We want you to feel good and and. Man, I'm not against feeling good. I like feeling good. Um, but there's equally as much passages in Scripture that yeah. talks about there needs to be a burden there. Yeah. A burden. I'll never forget when uh, we, we help, we're, we're blessed to be able to help plant churches all around the world. And um, I don't know, a little over a year ago, I was in Cincinnati 
and uh, I was I was preaching at, at a at an established church there, and I had the opportunity when I finished to run over to the church that we had planted, and uh, and this place is just you know about 150, 200, twenty yeah. somethings in the room, and uh, um, I heard their pastor make this statement. Um, and man, it resonated and, uh, you know, it's almost like one of those mic drops and, uh, (laughs) but the question was this, if, um, if people getting saved, if it were directly attributed to how many people this week you prayed to be saved, then, then how many, how many would we see come to know Christ? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's true. Whatever you, whatever, whatever. I mean, you you pray about what's there when you peel the layers of your heart away like an onion. It's it's sticking there right inside your rib cage. That's what you pray about. Your prayers are what's most important to you. And I would encourage everybody, you know, just if you do the ACTS, you know, right, the old prayer acrostic, A adoration, C confession, T thanksgiving, S supplication, right, supplication. the uh you know go go ahead and i don't know put an e at the end of it right you know? i mean clearly you could fit it into the supplication there because you're uh interceding on behalf of right. others but let that be a part of your prayer mm. i pray for john yeah he is lost without christ oh god please save him yeah oh god please save him i pray for uh andrea she is lost Please save her. And I, I don't, Andrea, I don't even know any Andreas. Let's pull that name out of out of the air, right? Yeah. That, I think that may be an '80s name, Andrea. I don't know. You know any Andreas today? We do. Nice. We do. That's awesome. I know none. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Well, and you, I, I like what you said. You know, uh, don't have a, a, a sin of silence. Um. You know, and I'll just kind of close it out with just some of the last things that you said, trying to trying to close this thing down. You said, don't don't let religion get in the way of us telling people about Jesus. Don't be phony is kind of one of the things you said. Um, We can't be we cannot get to a point where we're satisfied. Uh, We can't become complacent. Um, We have to share with them the way that someone shared the gospel with us. And one of the last things you said was, may we never forget what it was like to be lost. And, yeah, and, and you've said that many, many times. And you and I have even had those conversations about people um, and just different things. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think it was a, a timely sermon, Pastor Stephen. I think it was one of those ones that um, people that know you know that you weren't just up there just trying to yell and spit and scream and holler at us. Like, it is something that you take very seriously you challenge us as a staff all the time uh, to make sure that you even said like hey if if we're not telling people about jesus we'll just shut it down and uh um and but you mean that you you have a deep concern about people that comes across we appreciate the fact that you are uh, always willing 
to to lead by example. I know you said that you you take some ownership of it, but just coming from somebody that works with you on the daily, man, you uh, you do lead well in this area, um, and you challenge us to do the same. So yeah. thank you for challenging well, the congregation to do the same. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate uh, those those kind words. I tell I yeah. tell you what, I'd like to do as we as we close this podcast off. Maybe maybe I could pray for uh, for us for our yeah. listeners. Yeah, uh, pray for that burden. Pray for that intentionality in yeah, what we for do, sure. and then let you do your little whatever the little conclusion closing. Yeah. Well, we'll close it with do. a prayer. So, All right. thank you for listening to the Unchangeable Truth, Pastor Stephen. Close yeah. us out. Let's pray, uh, Lord Jesus. We uh, we just come to you today, and we um, we're thankful. We're thankful for your love. We're thankful for the fact that uh, you extend grace to all those who will believe. Thank you that we are not having to sit here worried about living a life today that would cover our own sin. Um, Lord, thank you that we know that uh, you clean and you forgive. You uh, you take our sin, cast it as far as the east is from the west. God, you you hide it behind your back. You bury it in the deepest part of the oceans to remember it no more. Uh, thank you for that. And so, God, our prayer today is uh, for me and for Ryan, our producer, the listeners. Oh, God, our prayer is that our hearts would be burdened through the power of your Holy Spirit uh, over people that are lost. Uh, God, every one of us, people in our lives, people that are near and dear to us, people that we know well, people that we know a little But God, we believe you've placed them there so that we might make much of Jesus. And God, our prayer is that it would make a difference, the fact that they know us. It'd make a difference. And God, while we know we can't guarantee one single person to be saved, oh God, uh, I think we would agree that it ought to at least give them a chance, the fact that we're in their lives. And so God, may it be such a, a continual grieving, as Paul talks about, Father, something that is on our mind when we wake up every morning, uh, that this person needs Jesus, that person needs Jesus. Give us wisdom, give us boldness, give us the words to say. And Father, our prayer is that you would just start a mighty, radical, Mm. radical movement that cannot be contained. That God, that you would you would you would save and you would change, and Lord, that you would you would add to your kingdom, you would usher in your church. Um, God, um, again, thank you. Thank you that uh, you don't need us to do that, but thank you that you use us to do that. And God, we know that where you guide, you always provide. So may we rest easy and be be afflicted in the power of the Spirit when it comes to this. Thank you for our time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Unchangeable Truth. Hey guys, this is Stephen Kyle, and I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today, Unchangeable Truth. Uh, This is a ministry of Highland Park Baptist Church in Panama City, Florida, and we would love for you to visit us if you ever find yourself in the Panama City area. Our address is 2611 Highway 231 North. You can also learn more about our church and its ministry by going to our website, www. Dot Highland and it's H I L A N D Park.org. There you'll learn more about what we believe, what we teach, about the gospel of Jesus Christ. There'll also be a sermon archive there so you can go and listen to various sermons over the last several years. As always, we would love to talk to you about your relationship with Jesus Christ. So feel free, shoot us an email 
info at highlandpark.org if you'd like to learn more about Jesus and what it means to follow Him. Our prayers are that you would be near to Christ, that this podcast would be used to point you to Jesus and to help your faith grow and your walk in Christ. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening.